I got to check out. Excuse me. Mutant we got Ninja to check out. We got to check out Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. Oh. It's I mean, the latest movie produced by Michael Bay has come out very recently. And um, basically, it's the story. It's the continuing adventures of the uh, four teenage brothers known as the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. you know Turtles, what? Fighting crime and scientific terrorism. How did you feel about it, Pat? The movie was farm fresh garbage juice. I wouldn't, but nah, it was, that's too that's that's too harsh. <laughs> no, no, my son loved the movie, dude. God. Tell the audience out there what you what you what you say on the Facebook about this the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Conflicted. I have I have never in life been so ashamed of myself for liking something. It's a it's just fun. <laughs> for the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen, that was actually it. a damn good time, and I was surprised, brother, because I walked in there ready to hate. Like I went in there like think like yeah. I was, I was reminiscing on that Chappelle show episode, like, yo, hate, 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 it's going down, it's going to get raw. It is the stupidest kind it's of totally fun you dumb. can ever possibly have. But it was a fun, I'm not going to sit here and say it's a good movie, but okay. it's a fun summer movie. Yeah. Bebop was perfect. No, Rock City was the shiz. I mean, both were just so good. Yeah. I really and was excited. That's the important distinction to make, yes. though. That, uh, mind you, she said she didn't. She didn't say it was good. She said absolutely. It's a fun movie yes. that you will enjoy watching. If you are a fan of Ninja Turtles, especially mm. in the '90s, oh, you man. will enjoy this movie. <laughs> um, you may not ever want to see it again, but you will sit there and say, "Man, what a nostalgia bomb! This, this was a good time." This is easily the epitome. I say without hyperbole, this is the epitome of guilty pleasure. Now, I mean, if I had any criticism of it, it's that the, this is not a spoiler, but the last about 15, 20 minutes of the movie kind of mirrors the first movie a little too heavily. Mm -hmm. The main uh, fight scene is extremely similar to the fight scene in the first film. Yeah, when they met Doctor Strange and Michael Jackson <laughs> and they did the dance at the end, that was crazy. I could have really, I would have liked to see something more divergent from yeah. what they did. But other than that, it was just a good time. It was really silly. There were a lot of like, there's some moments that you're like, come on. Like they had like a weirdly sexualized some. Megan Fox moment. Bebop and Rocksteady. I got to call out the acting of Seamus and Gary Anthony Williams. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Great, uh, who, who expects a pro wrestler to actually have acting skills, but maybe it's just he was cast It was in a amazing role. how those two characters literally carried that movie. See, it's in the trailer. They, they check what moment. their junk looks like when they get transformed. It was a little they, like, yeah, I that, That's a thing that happened several times. I mean, for those who don't know, though, fun, fun fact from Mix Macabre. Yes. Uh, Pigs have curled genitalia. The males have curled genitalia. Don't ask me how I you knew that. that I did, but that's not that fun a fact. Uh, it's a fun um, fact. It, uh, okay. Fun yeah, fact you, you for furries. A, you, you've, pigs. Got a, you've got an odd, odd uh, definition of the word fun. <laughs> no, okay, but it was, but I, did, it was good. Johnny, or her, I'm, I'm trying to get off. The, I'm trying to get off the pig penis topic. I'm right moving now. away from it. I'm talking about how fun this movie was. <laughs> okay, Amy, Amy, put your pig penis away. Johnny, you can't her, tell me what to do. Have either of you. <laughs> uh, have either of you are either are god damn it are either <laughs> of you familiar with this movie? Have any inclination to see this movie? At the very least, we're turtle fans at all. I'll I'll be watching it with my brothers. We watched the uh, the previous Michael Bay one, mm -hmm. and we'll be watching this one again uh, as all of us together. So you are planning to see it. I am planning on seeing it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, beyond saying it's fun, let's give an actual review here. Herb, are you familiar with the turtles? I, I totally did. Okay. I, saw, I saw that uh, Rocksteady and Bebop were in, and I was kind of yes, excited for are. that dude. Genuinely, yes, like they're they in, they're really well done. Like I mm. have to say, um, Tyler Perry as Baxter Stockman was excellent. Very surprising. Was, very surprising. He was really I, good. He had great timing on his delivery. Had and stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yes. 
Was he in fly form? No, no, that's the one thing that I was really bummed about, but they definitely, like, I feel like if there's a third, they're going there. Oh, man. Now, the actual breakdown of this one, the storyline is the brothers return to, uh, you know, their hijinks in New York City. After saving the city in the first uh, 2004, uh, excuse me, 20, 2014, uh, 2014 uh, Ninja Turtles movie, they've still had to remain in hiding because they're still mutants in the city of normal people. So they saved everyone from the Shredder and Vernon, of all people from Channel 6 News has been given the credit. Uh, he has an agreement with the Turtles and he's the one that takes the credit for their accomplishment. They're allowed to continue to live in peace and in secret and they just enjoy a few perks around the city. And the movie starts off with them kind of depressed about this with just feeling and going on. And, yeah, well, He's that, a party dude. He just wants to party with the peeps. It's true. He has earned his pizza yeah. uh, time and time again. And I think it's high time that they represented for the young man. Now, going beyond that, um, the Shredder is still alive and well and rebuilding his empire. Magically knows English now. I mean, it's been a couple of years. He's he got, he got the Rosetta Stone. He ordered his muzzy tapes. It helps that he's mail. played by a different actor. Yeah, that too. The actor who played DK, Drift King, in um, Fast and the Furious uh, Tokyo Drift. And that's the only uh, reference I can make to him because I haven't seen him in a damn thing since. <laughs> but he actually did well as the Shredder. Or rather, as Orokusaki, because he was in the Shredder uh, gear once, I think. And he was kind of sinister when he was. He was more sinister when he was. It didn't have any knives that shot knives this time, though. All right, so Pat knows this. So I actually only very recently saw the first movie. Mm -hmm. And something that I really stuck with was when he's attacking the turtles, and one of his knives opens up to shoot smaller knives. This is Michael Bay somehow reining himself in. There were so few explosions in this that I actually was able to keep my eyes on the screen. True. Right? Yeah. No, she, he's right. He's dead right. There was minimal explosion. All right. We've talked about a lot of the spectacle in this, but the actual story breakdown eh, is ridiculous. It's, just, it's, a, it's, it's it, You know what it reminds me of? What? When they would do those uh, feature-length cartoons mm-hmm. where it's really three episodes loosely strung together to I make a movie. Yeah. That's what this feels like. Um, like the Thundercats movie. Like it's, eh, it's kind of a movie, but it's also kind of like watching a bit of a TV show. I can see that, but I don't agree wholeheartedly, mostly because... What I got was one extended commercial. Well, that's and it. I, I don't yeah, mean I don't mean I don't, I don't mean literally like movies are commercials for things. I mean if you remember the Ninja Turtles commercials for their toys, it would be oh my god, Shredder's attacking Blank. Well, let's get the pizza thrower and take him out. Oh my god, Shredder's flying to Blank to attack Boom. Well, let's get the plane and take him out. Everything uh, was suddenly attacking for some really thinly veiled plot point and then the toy we use to break up their sinister plan which you can conveniently buy for a certain amount i haven't seen the new toy commercials but dude they had the pizza thrower in the form of a garbage truck that flings uh sewer the garbage uh, sewer truck straight. is the best character the garbage truck is not the best the garbage character. truck is incredible it has gundam arms the garbage truck is not the best character. No. Those Gundam arms came off the first. Why are you spoiling it? It's in the it's in the it's commercial. Not, that is in the actual spoiler. TV commercial that's running spoiler right McGee now. Spoiler McGee over here ruining the garbage truck. Well, is the, is TK that really 16, for the toy or is that character? Or is that homage to what I, they had earlier? I had they that had toy. one I had when I was growing, growing up. They had up. the big turtle. Yeah, yeah I had yeah. it. Yeah. We all had it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Stop, okay, stop. Well, they've Wait. upgraded to a garbage truck now. Yeah. It's the same thing, though. Stop talking to each other. Be very careful, because I really want to point out how it didn't stop there. Okay, we're introduced to uh, Casey. Casey Jones. Thank you. Played He's by- the weak spot. He really was. Um, well, it's the, it's the guy who played Arrow. He doesn't have enough hair. He doesn't feel that the police are taking it seriously enough, and that's why he should have more hair and less shirt. Mm-hmm. A lot <laughs> like 
Arrow, Oliver Queen feels these same things. I suspect that when they actually cast this guy, they told him, okay, here's how we want you to act, but don't be Arrow. It's like, um, I know Casey Jones, so he's kind of a dark guy, he's badass, he's got these baseball bats and these hockey sticks and he fights crime and he's brutal. Um, I can do that. And he started acting like, okay, okay, we like it, you're a little too much Arrow, tone it down, rein it in. Next take, you're a little too much Arrow, tone it back and rein it in too emotional that is okay, strange next, yeah. yeah basically they neutered the character hard what they should have done and said be like wolverine but with a hockey stick and a mask this is be like wolverine after a midlife crisis and a lot of chai tea oh yeah are they are they following the original that we understand and know and love the 80s cartoon or are they following the newer well nickelodeon no, cgi i don't one? think they're following anything i think it's just fan fiction at this point it was oh, so you yeah, think they're just piecing but... just just taking different elements from different aspects of different eras yeah, and just putting it together no, it no. i will okay we've harped on the negatives we talked on the positives you had a specific inkling to see seamus i just love seamus Seamus? I just love Seamus. What? For a wrestler in an acting role? Yeah, he was, was surprisingly good. fun. Right? Bebop and Rocksteady they made, made the this movie. movie. Seamus yeah. played Rocksteady. Bebop was played by Gary Anthony Williams. Who was so good. He's the voice of Uncle Ruckus. He's a lot of he does a lot of like yeah. of character work. And was this was so good. Straight out of the comics. I enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that the script was bad, the acting was mediocre. They threw everything at the kitchen sink in there, and, and I think somehow that was in there too. it. I mean, but somehow, your, somehow it worked. Turn your brain off. Go see a fun movie. Yeah. you'll enjoy Ninja Turtles too. I'm watching this thing, and I'm like, this is the stupidest piece of crap I've ever seen. I also would like to illustrate my key moment of when I stopped having a terrible time and had a good time. And Amy, I actually mentioned this directly to you. Mm. They're on a plane. There's a tank in the back. They're fighting a tank in the back of a, of, a, of a giant cargo plane. There is no cockpit. Donnie has to try to ma- handle the situation. So he uses his taser bow staff on a plane with no cockpit, with a tank being physically fought by four mutant <laughs> turtles. Excuse me, only three mutant turtles. Both Donnie was flying the plane. Three mutant turtles over Brazil. Um, <laughs> Brazil? Well, when you put it Brazil. like that, to New York. And at one point, Donnie's just yelling the turtles in the back bebop and rocksteady while they're dodging tank shells like you would swat like bees doing like i wouldn't cop. swat a bee pad i watched this movie yeah i watched this movie yeah that was because the that was right? the you culmination just sold all yeah. of our listeners yeah. on um, this film I, I hope i did that right there is when I realized this is the most idiotic time I've had in years, <laughs> but I have not stopped smiling in 10 minutes. Exactly. I That's had a exactly ball. It. You've got to see it. It's too <laughs> stupid not to. And I have to call out Gary Anthony Williams and Seamus. Bebop and Rocksteady were definitely the, high, the highest point of this movie. And we came into this mentioning Lobo. Amy, why did I mention Lobo? Because the voice of Lobo is in the movie. The voice of Lobo was in the movie. Everything you ever wanted to see in a Turtles movie. It's that would have been cool. Even Vanilla Ice. What? <laughs> Baby, Vanilla Ice. And he sang the ninja rap at the premiere. Took time out of his busy uh, pre-gathering of the Juggalo schedule mm-hmm. to sing it. All, all tattooed premiere. up. Oh, yeah. For those who don't know, he actually is a Juggalo and attends the gathering of the Juggalos and is often in the infomercial they make for the gathering of the Juggalos. Somehow that does not surprise me. My, my climactic. Bubble Man. just burst. Like. You know what? This was the stupidest movie that I've had. That I've, I, I, I cannot remember having such a great time seeing and may even pay to see again. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 